0: Welcome back to the Rob Skinner podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no regrets life, make this life count, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. This has been an amazing week in Flagstaff, Arizona. Pam and I got back here on Friday for the inaugural service weekend. And I'm here with Brian and Abby Mackey, the leaders of the Flagstaff Church, to hear an update on how things went the first weekend. Welcome to the program, Brian and Abby yeah, thank you <laughs> we We spent June together, which was awesome. You were a couple months before that in Tucson. I know it's been a great week, weekend in particular with the first service. Can you walk me
1: through the inaugural service weekend? Yeah, this weekend has just been incredible. Uh, it's I mean, I'm just blown away how God pulled everything together, brought the people, and just allowed it to be a huge success. Uh, on Friday, we, we, we started off the weekend having the mission team and some extra family members uh, get together and just do a lot of prep work. We had a lot of things to get together. Uh, we made a, like little baggies for everyone in attendance on our service this Sunday uh, with invites, bookmarks, uh, connection cards, and, and so we got together and put all of it together, uh, put everything uh, in its spot, got everything ready for just an amazing Sunday. And it was so cool to having just the team together one last time before the service. Uh, everyone was so excited. Uh, we, As I mentioned, we had different family members in town helping us out. They were thrilled to be there. And then afterwards, it was really neat because we were all hanging out, fellowshipping and Uh, We also had two Bible studies going on at the same time. Uh, Everyone was downstairs in the living room. We had a Bible study going on upstairs in the bedroom and another Bible study happening out on the back porch. It was just so much uh, fun. And then we got to move to Saturday uh, and Saturday was great. Uh, We had a uh, prayer in the morning and then an evangelistic activity in the afternoon and both of those events were, it was just incredible to see people joining us. Because right, we've been doing these things as a mission team all summer. Uh, and and there are times where it's super exciting and times where it's maybe <laughs> maybe just a few of us could make it that day. And, and it's just like, all right, what's going on? Like, we got to gain some some energy to get out there and really share our faith or, or pray together and uh This weekend was not one of those times. Mm -hmm. We had so many people from Tucson, from Phoenix, and from even California join us in those prayer times, in that uh, evangelistic activity. We scoured downtown uh, that (laughs) afternoon, and I'm sure I I printed out at least 500 invites, uh, and I don't think I received one back. And so it was just wonderful. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean,
2: even just seeing the amount of support, for this weekend has been incredible. I think showing up on, what was that, Saturday morning at the prayer and there was a huge crowd of people. People in the square were wondering what was going on and seeing that amount of support was really incredible. Um, And just to be able to, the encouragement that it brought, I think the mission team, having the people travel in early for the service, Mm -hmm. even a day early, uh, making a trip out of it and really loving up on the city of Flagstaff was really awesome and inspiring to me, but I know it also really inspired the mission team members.
1: Wow. Yeah. And then we got to the big day. Sunday was fabulous. And it started off um, just so incredibly. Hmm. Uh, that morning, uh, we got to come to Bruce and Rachel Erickson's house. Uh, they're a great couple on our mission team, and uh, they got to host our first baptisms. Wow. Uh, we had a, a young... Uh, I keep calling them young. They're mid-30s, Navajo (laughs) engaged couple. And they got baptized. Uh, (laughs) Yes, they are still young. Uh, They got baptized that morning. And it was just so wonderful Mm -hmm. to see the team full of energy, passion, and excitement for their new lives. Mm -hmm. They are just an incredible couple making huge life decisions to change their life for God. And I know Janice in particular has wanted to make these changes for so long and was so excited. She was tearing up uh, just with the excitement that she's finally making these changes. She's finally being able to get right with God. Uh, And that was kind of her theme. Her theme statement was, I want to get right with God. Anything I can do to get right with God. It was wonderful.
2: Yeah. And I think it was just really inspiring to be able to see their humility in the studies, and then to see that all culminating in their baptism and everybody being able to see it and the encouragement that it brought to the team. And I think just seeing their humility, I felt so grateful and honored to be able to study the Bible with them and to be able to see how they responded to the scriptures. And I think it even convicted me, like, do I have that, that response, um, to the Bible that, okay, this is truly the word of God. And Okay, well, what do I do? And that was exactly like a quote from the scripture in Acts. It was verbatim what she said to mm-hmm. us. She was like, "Okay, well, what do I do?" And so, it's just been really inspiring to be able to see their lives change and be transformed. But then also just how much it's grown, the faith of the mission team on on the day that we were launching this church. That's amazing. I was like, "That's so God that He worked that out to be really the day." And it's time for that to happen.
0: Oh, my gosh. what that mean to you guys to have a baptism, two baptisms on the
1: first day, birthday of the church? Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, we, this is why we came up here. You know, this is why Abby and I chose to to come lead this team. This is why so many people have joined this team. Not to just come live in Flagstaff, which if you do, it's wonderful, right. but to, to help people, to transform lives, to, to help people like Nick and Janice say, I want a different life mm. and to be able to show them how that's possible. Because mm. uh, I feel like so many people are looking for that, but just don't know how. Right. They don't know where to go. They don't know how, you know, you go online and there's so much advice on how to change your life, Right. how to be better, how to do this or that, or how to... Even get right with God, and some of it is just so confusing. Uh, and just to be able to sit down and help people and show someone, hey, this is what it looks like. Right. It was. It's just so rewarding for us to know, like, I right, right, this is what we're here for. Yeah. And This is what we're meant for in our life in general mm-hmm. to help others, to be a blessing to others. It was. It was really wonderful. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I think for me, it was just a reminder, like this. This wasn't me. Like, like I was sitting, I was standing there at the baptism looking around and I was like, there is, this isn't me. I didn't do anything to help. Like, I mean, sure. I opened up the scriptures and we had conversations, but to see the amount of power that God has in order to be able to inspire people to Mm. follow him is incredible. And so I think it was just a reminder. And I think this weekend was a huge reminder to me that this is far beyond me right. <laughs> or us even um at this point in flagstaff hmm.
1: yeah it was a huge victory for our church yeah huge just because we spent all this time just hoping for this uh, and then to be able to have it just on this the day where we're launching our, our service launching our, our church with our inaugural service it was just so wonderful yeah. Yeah. couldn't have asked for uh, even a better timing of it wow
0: and, that, and then w- Then that was just the morning, so yeah. that, what happened
1: then? Well, then we had our service at 2 p.m., uh, so we did a little setup, Abby and I and so many mm-hmm. others. We want to thank the, the Phoenix Church. Yes. They helped out so much. Mm-hmm. They led our worship, our tech, our kids' ministry, our ushering. Uh, they were such a huge help to making this service incredible, uh, and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were getting ready, setting up, and we were just wondering and thinking like, all right, you know, we know we have this many people signed up coming, but, you know, you, you don't really know until people actually show up <laughs> what's going to happen. And, uh, and then people, we opened up the doors 15, 20 minutes before service and people just started filing in and then keep coming and keep coming. And, and the lady even working at the hotel uh, running our, our kind of our conference, our, our, our worship service for us. Uh, she was like, wow, you guys got a great crowd. This is awesome. Like she was just blown away by, you know, the fact that we, we really actually filled up the room that we had requested for. And uh, so that was awesome. And the service was so incredible Uh, just from the worship. Thanks to Phoenix to uh, just the energy uh, because all of the Pacific Southwest was really behind this. Everyone was engaged and so excited. Uh, It you know, a lot of our, our even our, our leaders from the Pacific Southwest had joined us for the service and the celebration, and because we, we even had some meetings on, on the Monday afterwards uh, as a leadership team, and but they were just so fired up. Uh, it was maybe you know you feel like I had somebody even mention that that might have been an intimidating crowd to preach to, right? And, and I just said to be honest they were the loudest supporters in the room. <laughs> just so excited that we were planting a church, had a great vision for what was going on. And everybody who spoke or played a role in that just did such an amazing job. Wow. Uh, we had a one of the local members here uh, just do an amazing job sharing his story uh, of how he went from uh, just an atheist, uh, just not going to church, not needing church as part of his family, to just his story of coming to faith, both he and, and his wife. And uh, and they've just been an incredible friend to us here on the mission team. And uh, we're so excited that they're a part of our church. And it was just an incredible time. I, I feel like I keep using the word incredible, but that's just what it was. I, it was so wonderful.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think one of the big moments for me is I was looking around while we were worshiping and just seeing everybody – one, just because of COVID, I haven't seen that many people in a long time, but just seeing everybody being so fired up and worshiping God to be there was amazing. But then walking up on stage and being able to look out on that crowd and being like, the all these people are here for one reason or another, but to also support this team and see this new church be planted. And I think that was just a really inspiring moment for me because I was like, this is what it's all about. Like I think as disciples, we want to make new disciples, but we also want to go to all nations, you know, baptizing people and um, helping them to really understand the gospel. And so for me, it was just like, wow, I'm really grateful that I get to be here. But then on top of that, just the amount of support that we have, especially as young leaders to go out and lead a church, um, church planting, um, I think it was just so grateful. I started tearing up. I was like, this is just a lot. This is a lot of emotions um, in this moment. But I think the overwhelming moment, like feeling for me was just a lot of gratitude for the amount of support we have with this planting.
1: How many people were there? We had just over 300 people, just over 300 adults, and then probably 25, 30 kids as well.
0: Wow. So you had 325 people there in the building. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you anticipate that? Were you thinking we're going to, like, what, what, what were your expectations?
1: Yeah, so we had asked, especially people from out of town that are part of our family of churches to sign up and just so we could get a gauge, especially for the kids' classes. Uh, and with the signups, we had 250. Uh, and so to to take that number and, and add an extra 75 was, was really what we were praying for. Uh, we were praying that we could have... Probably a hundred locals in Flagstaff wow. at the service, and I think if you include the mission team signing up, plus the the extra seventy five, in my math, that's a hundred. That's awesome, uh, and it was just a, an answer prayer.
0: <laughs> it was it was really amazing to be there, and I, I when you got up there, Brian, I started crying. I'm sorry, I just I try not to get emotional, but I just was so moved. I mean, the just to see it come to fruition, it just. It was so touching. And you did such an amazing job. The lesson was awesome. And I was amazed because you're only 29, right? You just turned 29 and you're 27, Abby. I mean, you guys are young. There's a lot of people in the audience much older than you. And that would be a lot of pressure for me. But you guys were so cool and you were so relaxed. I mean, you were just so... You were having
1: a good time. Maybe on the outside we were (laughs) relaxed. (laughs) On the inside there might have been a little few nerves. (laughs) Oh, but I I love the lesson that
0: that you preached. And Abby, you shared about your vision. Can you share a little bit about about your vision for the church?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest part of our vision is to be mission-focused, to be outward and not turn inward. And I think we've started that and building that culture, building that environment in our church already. But we don't ever want to lose that. And that was, I think, the, the biggest part of our vision. I, I mentioned as we were talking to, to, the, to the worship service that it would be very easy for us to move up to Flagstaff and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. This is an incredible place to live. And, and we could choose, you know, even just take everybody that moved up. Like, hey, we've got this great church. It's wonderful. Just the 25 of us. You know, and we could just build great friendships and stay that way. Right. And it would be easy. It's comfortable, it's nice, but that's not what we want to be. Right. We want to be a church that sees God move, hmm. that, that, that stays missionally focused. Uh, God is working out there, and we want to join Him in that. Hmm. Uh, and it's, That's so evident with Nick and Janice, but also so many other people uh, who are studying the Bible right now. It's even evident in our fellowship, or in, our, in our family, in the church, and the disciples that are here. God is moving. He's working on people's hearts and continuing to help us to just grow and change. Uh, it's just been incredible to see and witness. You know, many of us coming from other churches, and and you know, some of us might have been on the sidelines. Some of us might have been backup players, and and just everyone is stepping up in right. such an incredible way. Right.
2: Yeah. And I think kind of going off of that with the outward focus, it's this push to be uncomfortable. I think there's just so many, I mean, you step out on a mission team and you don't have the conveniences of so many different things that a bigger church has. Kids kingdom, we're working on it, but um, <laughs> worship leaders, um, that type of thing. And we have people who are stepping up in those areas, but I think a lot of being on a mission team is being uncomfortable. Mm. Um, but I one of my favorite quotes is, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And wow. so I think it's, really continuing to push that as a church um, in our outward focus and just continuing to grow in our own walks with God and getting to know him better. And I think throughout the scriptures, um, I've been reading through Matthew a lot and watching the chosen, but I think Jesus really puts people out of their comfort zone um, and he calls people out of their comfort zone to do really great things for him. And so I think that's just the vision that we really have for this team of okay, we're going to keep striving to be more and more like Jesus. And Jesus did a lot of uncomfortable and strange things um, to Maybe reach not for people. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but like for everybody else involved. But yeah, just having that outward focus, willing to help people and go the extra distance to really reach the people of Flagstaff in northern Arizona.
0: Right. If a person is listening and want to know what to pray about going forward, I mean, it's pretty awesome what God has done. 325 people at the first service, two baptisms on the first day. That's amazing. What do you, what do you need prayers for?
1: Yeah, we actually gave a bookmark to everyone at the service. Uh, and on the bookmark was prayer requests for the church. Uh, and so we have four. Uh, and let's see if hopefully I, I think I remember them all. Uh, the first one was we are praying and we want to ask for prayers that our church would double by next fall. Wow. Uh, that That's our prayer. That's our goal. We want to be a church of 50. That's great. Uh, and then obviously keep going from there. Hmm. We also are, are desperately praying for an amazing worship leader. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't know if that'll be somebody moving in. Uh, if you're listening and you're great at singing, <laughs> uh, please consider moving. Or if it, it's somebody that we help uh, share the gospel with. Right. We're fine either way. Yeah. Uh, but we are definitely praying for a worship leader. Um. I'm blanking on the third one.
2: The missional focus.
1: Yes, we definitely want to never lose our missional focus. Uh, we want to continue to have that be our our mindset. And then finally, our, our last prayer request is that we can have a consistent meeting location. Oh, okay. Yeah, we are definitely praying for that. Uh, we have a, a good spot right now, but. Parking and, and size capacity is a little limited, especially as we grow. And we're, we're very excited and intrigued to see what's going to happen next Sunday. <laughs> Obviously, we're not going to have everybody from Tucson and Phoenix and, and the Pacific Southwest joining us, uh, but we're excited. I mean, we've been having services of 40 to 50, and my prayer is that next Sunday we'll still be at 75. Or, right. uh, just with all the, the people that came out, from from flagstaff that's right that's right that's great well brian
0: and abby thanks so much for coming on the program and just great job it's 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 an inspiration to me it's a huge encouragement i know i talked to so many of uh, members of my church in tucson and phoenix and everyone was just on fire they were lit up because it's so encouraging to see it's like seeing a new baby born you you're, you've are got an ear-to-ear grin you're so happy you had the video of the baptisms you know, during the service, which was great. Everyone was energized, and you've done an amazing job of just stepping in. I think we met March 1st. I think that's when we first talked on the phone, and then, boom, in the matter of less than six months, here you are leading the church and getting it off to a great start. So all the best to you going forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining the Rob Skinner Podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and let your friends know about it and how to find it. Because my goal is to inspire you to make this life count, live a no regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Have a great day and make this life count.